Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We approach 4 o'clock on this fine February Monday. Evan and Tiki here on The Fan. A lot of football early on with the Combine beginning this week and the offseason just a few weeks away. But last week, or I guess it was two weeks ago now, uh, Sean Morash whipped out this wonderful event known as A-Rod Day. We honored Alex Rodriguez. And I still don't know where his retired number is. Actually, I do know where his retired number is. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. It I'm just needed to be cleaned, and it will be placed back up the top of the WFAN studios. But we honored A-Rod, and it was a real fun time. Alex Rodriguez even joined the show. And Alex Rodriguez even joined the show while he was on vacation. And apparently, that story is checking out correctly. Because over the weekend, Alex Rodriguez did an interview during the Minnesota Timberwolves game. And Alex Rodriguez made quite news on social media. And the only reason I found out about this is Sammy Sosa's name was trending. And I was like, why is Sammy Sosa's name trending? Sammy Sosa, the last we saw of him, looked like a completely different human being because his skin tone had changed dramatically. Yes, light, so, lighter. Ac- accusations were made that like he was bleaching his skin. Right. And so Alex Rodriguez looked much darker than we've ever seen him. And that created this discussion of like, what, what's going on with Alex Rodriguez? So that was the talk of social media for a good 24 hours. And then Alex Rodriguez, a man who was honored a week and a half ago, and I got to hand it to him, he is a man of the people. Because not only did he join us on A-Rod Day, he very quickly went on social media to address the story about his skin. All right, everybody. I know that I'm dark, but I am Dominican, and I went on vacation, (laughs) and I fell asleep (laughs) in the sun. (laughs) So everybody calm down. Tranquilito, suavecito, mi gente, ya. So how do you take that? Do we believe him? That yeah, he went on I vacation do. and fell asleep. What, I mean, it happens. And by the uh, way, we should be the four that believe him the most, knowing that he joined us from vacation. I know he was I, on vacation. 100%. The timing checks out. All of it checks out. And by the way, if you don't flip the burger on vacation, you fall asleep out there, you can get real, real dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't have experience with this because whenever I get, like, when I have too much sun, I get burnt. Like, I don't even tan. But I think he was burnt. Oh, was out. What you're thinking? Absolutely. Because it didn't look like fresh, glowing tan. It looked like (laughs) crispy to crispy tan. There's a difference. You know, when I saw this story and I heard Alex's response, it made me think that if he was playing today, that would be such an A-Rod story. (laughs) It would be such a typical A-Rod story. It's so easy to, to put on sunscreen. But if you forget and you're out in the sun for a long time. This happened to me when I was caddying for my brother. You know that Lake Tahoe Invitational the NBC used to do? Sure. 
it's it's just whatever. It's a celebrity invitational <laughs> out in, in Lake Tahoe. They have the boats on the side, and it, they're hitting, and people are screaming from the boats. So I caddied for Ronde, and I forgot my hat. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, ah, I'll be fine. It's just just a little sun. It, I got so burnt oh, dude, that two worse. days later, my head peeled, oh, like in oh. a sheet. It just peeled back in a sheet, and it was disgusting. So that's what he looked like. He looked yeah. like he was burnt. <laughs> Not like, oh, I got just a little too tan. No, he looked burnt. <laughs> and by the way, in the selflessness of A-Rod and the restoration that is A-Rod after we retired his number here, Clap it up for him because it's so obvious. Again, he is showing his maturity and not being a liar. It is so clear that he went out there and fell asleep. And this is just more of a push. What would be his lie, though? Like, if, well, but if this thing. was old A-Rod, he's like, I'm going to lie. I don't want to admit I fell asleep while tanning. But fall, what would possibly be the lie? I don't know. But if you fall asleep on vacation, like, in essence, we're laughing at you because you look silly that you did that. Like, he's being honest and forthright. I don't know what lie he could come up with. But how about give him some credit? Everybody wants to bash him for making up stories. I'm, I'm not bashing him. No, we're not. I'm uh, saying the public, that's usually the thought. This is clear. A-Rod's a changed man. A-Rod. <laughs> his number for real. Uh, A-Rod is definitely a changed man. One other thing I also noticed this weekend, Carlos Mendoza grew out a little bit of a goatee. Mm -hmm. Luis Severino grew out a goatee. Harrison Bader... It's spring training. Well, hold on. ...has grown out a full, beautiful red beard. Do you find it interesting... That all these former Yankees, as soon as they get away from the Yankees. As soon as they get to the Mets. No, I'm only bringing up the Mets because we see them. Like, I'm not watching every former Yankee around baseball. Like, I haven't checked on Joey Gallo's, you know, facial treatment. But I notice it because we watch the Mets. Every former Yankee is growing out their beard. You know what that tells you? What's that? They got to change this beard policy. They're all miserable. Or it's spring training, and it's just like chill mode. And these guys are fishing and golfing in their free time. And they're not caring about their appearance. Yeah, but you realize that none of them would be allowed to have that at Yankee Uh camp. That's it. What is the first thing a kid does with their grandparents when they're watching them or whatever? Oh, mommy and daddy don't let me have soda or candy. <laughs> you true. rush to have the soda and the candy with the grandparents. You lie because you want to taste something you're not allowed to have. <laughs> right. All these Mets, they weren't allowed to have a beer. So the first time to taste it without it, they're going to do it and grow it. Yeah, look, think about Mendy and Severino specifically. Forget oh. Bader. Those guys have not been allowed to grow a goatee for a decade. They've been Yankees for so long, they haven't been given that chance. Well, if they really I think that's a fair analogy, by the way. If they really want it, they can just do it in the offseason. Yeah, and then they have to cut it like labor tourists did. Okay. You cut it when you have to. Yeah, but it's showing you that this is just outdated. Well, it's at, I mean, this has to stop. Yeah. You know, your, your <laughs> Stalinist policy of oh, you're stop. not allowed to have a beard. Is that too far? That is a little too far. <laughs> By the way, speaking of beards, how about Don Mattingly looking like Santa Claus I know. Now? Oh, I thought that was a fake picture. No. Oh, Don Mattingly with the big white I beard? I thought it was a fake picture. No. Now I know it's not, but yeah. I thought it was a fake picture. Another example of former Yankee saying, I'm just letting it all grow out. <laughs> oh, but Donnie was always destined for that. No, nah, well, he fought with the Yankees. He got suspended mm. because he was throwing it out too right. much. Him and George went at it back in the day. I just think this is showing oh you my all. God. What? That's it. That's your out, Ev. What? You should be calling the Yankees today begging for a one-day contract. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you know, it's, that's a great point because if you recall about two months ago, Susan Waldman, very eloquently, offered Tiki, not me, mm-hmm. Tiki a chance to join her in the booth and call a game. Now, I very quickly jumped in and said, hey, Susan, yeah. what about me? Can I come? And she's like, of course, of course. If somehow that got approved by the New York Yankees. Does that apply to the broadcasters? I, do, I don't know the answer. If we had to do a Yankee spring training game, hmm. do I have to cut my beard because it's against Yankee policy? I think I do. I, I'm trying to think of any of the broadcasters that have beards. No, they don't. I don't think They're so. They're all clean shaven. Huh. I should have kept my mouth shut. Boy, you gave me the out. <laughs> Evan, Evan, could, Evan could be Costanza. If he becomes a Yankee, he yes. gets out of it. Right. Imagine that. That's my out. <laughs> now, the problem Good is job, I, Sean. I somehow have to have the Yankees approve you and I broadcasting a game right. with Susan Waldman. I think the odds of that, especially after A-Rod Day, <laughs> <laughs> may not necessarily be that high. Why? We just pointed out the obvious. There is a legion of fans that are Sean ages and maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older, that revere Alex Rodriguez. Yes. They love his contribution to the Yankees. Yeah, and you know who and doesn't? They and they don't care about the whole, you know, Suing, suing the team, suing thing? the team thing. <laughs> well, the Yankees may care about that. Go anywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter. St- I still don't think like teams or people like to be sued. Yeah. Just, a, just a gut feeling. Yeah, I've never it, been. It sued. happens everywhere, all the time. All right, let's go to Rich in Staten Island. What's up, Rich? What's up, Rich? 
Hey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Guys, how's it going? Good, man. So um, I'm not sure if anyone liked the show The Office, but all I picture is Dwight Schrute as Evan running past the radar gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good comparison, so, yes. I definitely tagged you guys on Twitter, so whenever you're bored, you can look at that. Nice. Uh, anyway, thank you. so Evan, I, I usually agree with you, pal, but I'm not sure if you had a bad weekend. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what's going on with the whole you know getting rid of the third-round pick for Justin Fields thing. I mean, the Giants have more holes than Swiss cheese. Joe <laughs> Shane needs another offseason, and this is going to be his third draft class. I don't think he's done a terrible job. He got Jalen Hyatt in the third round last right, year. Right. Just, Justin Fields is coming from a team that he's, it's his second offensive coordinator, to my knowledge. Yes. And then this would be the third one, right? Like, we yeah. see that that trend doesn't really help. Look at Daniel Jones. We always talk about letting him stay, letting him, you know, work his magic with a coach for more than two seasons. So if they draft a guy like J.J. McCarthy in the second or third round, or maybe a backup, what, I, mean, I don't really see why we would go ahead and get someone else's, uh, for lack of a better term, garbage. I'm not calling Justin Fields uh, garbage. You're saying they're getting rid of him. But Rich, but Rich, Evan, Rich, we have a fundamental Evan. disagreement on this because I think you're viewing Justin Fields. And even the way you framed it, think about the first thing you said to us. You said sure. getting rid of a third-round pick for Justin Fields. How about trading a third-round pick for Justin Fields? Like, well, you're going to have to draft a guy next to you, though, Evan. His brother's third-round pick turned out to be a Hall of Famer. But I'm not, right. so I'm not downgrading I'm there ahead. it is. There but, it is. No, you're missing Curtis the point. No, no, you guys Curtis are missing. Martin too. You're missing the point. I'm not saying third round picks can't be successful. I'm saying your plan that you even laid out is drafting a quarterback in which you're going to use an even more valuable asset no, 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 to draft no, an unknown. No, 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 it's not what I'm saying. I okay. actually called the show a few months back, and Tiki said I'm crazy because I didn't want to get my quarterback in the first round. Because gotcha. Tiki was saying, my guy, my guy. Uh, listen, the Giants seriously have a lot of holes, and Daniel Jones' dead cap is $22 million after next season. Yes. I'm tired of the dead cap. Uh, you know, and then after the following year, it's $6 million. I'll cut him then. Let Daniel Jones play one more year. Let him see what what you got in him. Fully healthy season. Get me some offensive line. Andrew Thomas is good. Evan Neal, let's try to move him to guard. And let's draft Joe Alt. That's who I want. I oh, want Joe Alt, and but, but, I want but, but, a Rich, few Rich, more Rich. receivers. You can yeah. do that, which is a fine, fine plan, while also trading or acquiring a younger quarterback that may be better than anyone you add this year or next year. Like, it's not an either-or thing. Like, when you say, hey, I want to use my first-round pick on an offensive lineman, I'm not even disagreeing with you. You're not giving up your first-round pick to bring in a guy like Justin Fields, who's 25 years old. But the only reason you're suggesting this is because you have no faith in Daniel Jones staying healthy. Neither does Joe Shane. He said they're adding a quarterback, did he not? Well, he's. He, I think he's talking about kind of probably similar to what the Jets need a quarterback for. They need a veteran backup. and That's not what he said, though. I know, but... Now, that may be what I'm, they do, Tiki. You saying, may be right, but that's, that's not what he said. 
I'm talking about what I think they need. The okay. Jets definitely need one. It's not even a question. And Woody and Woody Johnson uh, is the one that is. Woody the, got a lot of airtime <laughs> yeah, this weekend. Did. Saturday <laughs> night in South Carolina, all I could look at was Big Wood. What are you doing there, Woody? Oh, we know. I know why he's there. He's begging for another job. All right. Let me be an ambassador so I can get out of here. Don't have to watch my Jets anymore. And then we then we get stuck with Christopher Johnson, <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen. It's not like we're better off. The Jets need a backup quarterback. The right. Giants also need a backup quarterback. Now they may have one in Tommy DeVito, but they they need a competition. I just don't think because you're right about the competition side of this, Evan. I just don't think that Justin Fields is the right guy. One, because it's too short of a window to test it. And then two, it's it, it, it creates a wasted pick if he if Daniel Jones or even Tommy DeVito beats him out. And and then then what are you doing? Because you're not going to say, oh, we're going to hold on to Justin Fields for just to see what happens a year from now. If he doesn't win or play next year, mm-hmm. then he's gone. Yes. And it's, yeah. so it's like you wasted a potential opportunity why, why to draft a usable word, player. You guys keep saying the word wasted. Like, a lot of draft picks, in your words, turn out to be wasted because guys don't turn out to be as good as you think. That doesn't mean you don't draft a guy. Most draft picks turn out to be wasted. If you have to, quote-unquote, waste a third-round pick for a flyer on a 25-year-old quarterback who over his last 20 games has put up identical numbers to Lamar they're Jackson. Identical. The numbers they're are very different. close, dude. Not even, not me. All right, you want me to read them all? Fine, fine. You don't believe me? I all don't. Right. Here I we don't. go. Last 20 games. Completion percentage, 66% for Lamar, 62% for Justin Fields. Slight a, edge for Lamar. That's a, that's a big edge. Yards per attempt, Lamar Jackson, 7.8. Justin Fields, 6.8. Touchdowns. It's a yard. It's a whole yard. 26 for Lamar, 26 for Fields. Interceptions, 8 for Lamar, 14 for Fields. Just for clarity's sake, yeah. the, 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 six, the, the touchdowns mm-hmm. are only applicable because Lamar Jackson didn't play the end of last season. That's all I'm saying. Keep going. It's the last 20 games. Though. I know. Justin Fields missed how many games? He, he missed games, too. You want to play that game, it, it applies to him as well. Okay. <laughs> okay? Rushing yards. Lamar Jackson, 1,032. Justin Fields, 1,376. Rushing touchdowns, Lamar, 6. Justin Fields, 9. Okay, now tell me the eye test. Who's the better quarterback? Lamar Jackson. No one's saying he's not the better quarterback. Okay. I said comparable. But, but, but Close. The, but the eye test and the win percentage matters for quarterbacks. And Justin Fields just doesn't win a lot. He yeah. doesn't make those game-winning plays. You don't think other aspects of a team matter? Like the Baltimore Ravens were damn do. good. They were the one seed in the but AFC. Evan, Evan, you, you argued this about Fields earlier. Which quarterback puts their defense in a worse position, you know, most of the game? Oh, my it's God. Justin you guys, Fields with you, the fumbles, the turnovers, You guys are missing the point no, on but that's why comparable, it's a stat quarterbacks. comparable and close and better. I'm not saying he's better than Lamar Jackson. But you guys are saying wasting a third-round pick on that. Listen to yourself for a second. Wasting a third-round pick for a guy that I'm even entertaining an argument with you guys in terms of numbers versus Lamar Jackson. Like, you act like he's nothing. You act mm. like he's crap. Who? You act, Justin Fields. I'm not, I've never said he's crap. I'm just saying I don't trust that he's going to evolve into this quarterback that in a in his fourth system – Third, third different that coordinator. That disqualifies him because he's in his fourth system? Uh, Why does that disqualify him? Daniel Jones has been in a hundred systems. It system. doesn't, but he, what's his expertise? Like, what's he great at? Running the football. Okay. Is that what that what we want our quarterback to do? What's Lamar Jackson's expertise? By the way, what's Daniel Jones' expertise? You want to play that game? Daniel Jones' best quality is running the football. Daniel Jones threw for however many touchdowns, 3,000-plus yards in 13 games and however many touchdowns as a rookie. Daniel Jones has the ability to do those other things. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the wide-receiving core or depth to do it over the last four years. Let's not act like year. the Bears have had this of incredible wide-receiving core. Of course core. they haven't. I'm not even, not, even, not even pretending that they did. But Justin Fields has never looked like an elite quarterback. He looks like an elite runner. Has Daniel Jones looked like an elite He did. His rookie season, he looked like he was. That's the crazy thing that you think that. I disagree with you. Did you not? Do you not remember his his rookie rookie season season? with Pat Shermer? He looked elite. He had a good rookie season. We're going to use the word elite? I'm talking about being able to throw the ball downfield. I'm talking about throwing double-digit touchdowns. I'm talking about feeling confident in the pocket and making quick decisions. He did all of that stuff. And then... Coordinator, head coach, coordinator change, coordinator change, head coach change. It just it got convoluted for him until Daniel, until Dave's came here, and you felt him stabilize. Now a lot of that was with his legs, 
because the strength of the Giants two years ago, two seasons ago, was their run game, including him as a runner. Right. And there was no – the receivers were not – you know, look, they weren't just – they just weren't impactful. And then they were hurt. And they had a tight end who could – who stayed healthy for them. This year was supposed to be the year we're going to find out. But then everybody got hurt. The offensive line played terrible. He got sacked 30 times in six games. So the quarterback who looked elite in your mind – when it occurred five years ago, matters more to the guy who's gotten better I just, over I just the last know three years than Justin Fields? I just know that Daniel Jones, I believe that Daniel Jones can this do This is it. why Fields is so perfect. Think about this competition. This is a real quarterback competition if of they brought him in. it is. But you're going to give up a third-round pick for a guy that might not end up winning the starting A third-round pick? You're going to use or, a second-round pick. pick or a first-round pick to draft some kid yeah, at quarterback. But at least you have that guy for four years. I get that. You could have this guy for four years oh if you decide God. to pay him. Unless he loses the quarterback job to Daniel Jones or Tommy DeVito. Okay. Then it's a lost pick. Okay. That's the That's risk you take. And they can't, they can't afford to do that. Oh, my God. Evan, what are we talking about? <laughs> You're not, you guys aren't paying attention. No, no, you you are not lost, paying attention. You have lost picks in the draft anyway. I, but that's, so that's an excuse. So no, no. you failed at picks I, in the draft? I'm saying this is a good risk. Your reward on no, this is your franchise quarterback. And the risk is, yes, a wasted no, no. pick. I admit Evan, there's a risk to it. There's a risk with any pick you make. Be honest. Why is there a discussion right now as to why the Giants should be looking to upgrade the quarterback position from Daniel Jones? Because Daniel Jones can't stay on the field. Okay, uh, that combined with many people still to this day, five years later, are saying, what is Daniel Jones? We don't know what the, and it frustrates fans no end. Okay. That is the exact conversation around Justin Fields. The Giants need to move away from those conversations. Mm-hmm. And the only true way to do that, yeah, you can have a quarterback competition. You want to bring in Mitchell Trubisky to fight with Daniel for a little no, bit? No, thank you. I'm, I agree, Tiki. The only true way to do it is to reset the clock and to reset the clock in a quarterback-rich draft of which right now you're holding the sixth overall pick, whether that's a high second rounder, moving up in the first round, whatever it may be. Justin Fields doesn't reset the All clock. You it just can, gives you more the questions. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. What you're more concerned about than quarterback play is a clock. That's your problem. You're more concerned it, with... Unfortunately, I mean, a salary cap driven NFL, that does matter. No, no, but it doesn't if you find the right guy. Dude, this guy's got Justin be- Fields hasn't proven he's the right guy. Okay, yeah, but has he gotten better in the last three years? Does so he get is better? Daniel Jones. No, he hasn't. Yes, he, no, he, he hasn't. Years ago. Sean, last year, did he get better? And you could tell me the offensive line, Tiki, I get it. Did he get better last year? Well, or did he go you know backwards? What? If the season didn't end and he played with Tyree Phillips oh, and then out the injured Thomas, when, he wins more games than Taylor he, and DeVito. When he played last season. I think it's, you can't evaluate him off last oh, season. Oh, Evan, you, Evan, you got to be fair. You can't evaluate Daniel Jones. So we just throw that out. doesn't count. Not doesn't, doesn't matter. count, but he played six games and he was hurt for most of like the whole season. He felt like he was hurt. And even, never, even when he was playing, he was hurt. You could see it, right? I, you can't evaluate Daniel Jones off of last season. So to say he got better last year, no, of course he didn't. But he hardly played. I, I get it, but when he was out there, he was not good. And yes, the offensive line played oh a major God. role in that, Tiki. I agree. Dude. But we would do what? How One guy's gotten better in three straight years. I, you can't say that about Daniel Jones right now. Yeah, it's a big part of why they're probably going to move on from it. But him. you're looking at it in a vacuum, and you're not you're not counting the circumstances around both of these teams. Uh, the, the Bears' offensive line wasn't great, but it was better than what the Giants put out there. They had depth at their run game. They had an elite wide receiver. They had some talent mm-hmm. uh, from Mooney to DJ, uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Yeah. Right, they had some talent out there, whereas the Giants... Like they were, they had talent, but they didn't know how to utilize it. And then their offensive line was so bad. Daniel Jones, he had less than three seconds in most of these dropbacks. I mean, I, I went and watched all his sacks a week or so ago, and it's 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 troubling how bad they are. And so I can't evaluate him off of last year's tape. You're better off looking at 2022 when he was really good. wasn't elite, wasn't top end quarterback, didn't throw for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns, but he was really good, and he helped his team win. The one thing that Justin Fields has yet to learn how to do consistently is win, and that's with or without talent around them. Daniel Jones can at least do that. Let's go to Huey out in St. Louis. What's up, Huey? Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, man? Good. So, so again, Evan, you're driving me crazy here <laughs> So uh-huh. with the Fields thing. So he, here's my argument for this. Jones and, and uh, Fields, you could say, are, are similar quarterbacks to this point, right? Neither one's had a lot of success. Mm-hmm. I trust Jones more. He's won a playoff game and whatnot. But if, if you go ahead and bring Fields in and he has a decent year and he starts, let's say Jones gets hurt or whatever, then you're sitting here a year from now, you have to decide whether to pay him. 
And I would just as soon reset the clock and pay a young guy because we've seen, for the most part, teams aren't winning when they have to pay the quarterback. I know Mahomes is the uh, exception there. Right. But, but he's that, got a, that, he's, he's basically a bank, though, Huey. Right, he True. signed a half a billion dollar deal. He restructured it at the beginning of the season. He's going to restructure well, it again. And the other thing that Mahomes <laughs> does, and I don't think there's any other quarterback in the league that can do this. I think he's the one guy who is the eraser of flawed talent around him. Oh, without a doubt. Like without they doubt. were able to basically, for most of the year, for the last two years, have non-elite level. Yeah, they were middling or middling right. wide receivers, not named Travis Kelsey as a tight end. Yes, and Pop Mahomes was able to overcome it. And I think every other quarterback in the league kind of needs the help that Mahomes doesn't. Yep. Look, the money is a thing, and that's the negative. That's why the cost of Justin Fields is only going to probably be a third-round pick. Mm -hmm. But the way I view things is if I can find my answer, if I've got my answer, and look, there's a chance you don't have your answer after this season, and you're right, it's a wasted third-round pick. I get it. That's the cost of doing business. If you can find your answer – then the money doesn't matter as no, much. Right. Right. It doesn't. Right. Because you, you found your answer you, at quarterback, get, the most important position. If you get the solution, then the means don't matter. That that's what it comes down to. Now, I just think it's it's a more complex conversation than just bringing in Justin Fields for competition's sake. That's my only point. I don't like Justin Fields in the long term. Because I don't know about Justin Fields in the long term yet. More of your calls coming up, including one other interesting thing going on at the Combine right now. The competition committee is meeting, and they're talking rule changes. We'll get to it coming up, 877-337-6666. One of the interesting things that happens at the Combine is that the rules committee is meeting. They're talking about rule changes in the NFL, and usually we bitch about NFL rules as it's happening. Like, as there's something that occurs during the NFL season, we complain what a dumb rule. I hate that rule, but this is actually where things get done. And I was very disappointed to see, Tiki, that they are not considering changing the fumble through the end zone Ugh. rule, which drives me one. nuts and should drive you nuts as a former NFL Well, I just back. don't think they know how to change it. So if they change it to, like, what do you make it? You make it a 10-yard penalty? Yes. Or, or 10-yard loss of yardage? Like Move it's, it's, the line of scrimmage to the 20. Done. End right. of story. You can't have a turnover. That's the simplest one. Yeah, it should be the equivalent you, of a holding penalty. Bring it back. Well, no, 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 not even. If you fumble through the end zone as opposed to it being a touchback for – so loss of down, whatever, even though it's probably for – it doesn't matter. T instead of it being a touchback for the opposing team, it becomes essentially a touch forward because you're not going back. You move back to the 20-yard line. You move back to the 20-yard line. Done. And you start whatever down it is. Yeah, could so be first it, down, by so, the way. And, and for, so if it was third down and you fumble through the end zone – it's now fourth down on the 20. Correct. That that would make sense. That's the answer. And it, it affected the Jets about seven years ago. Austin Safari and Jenkins play Jets Patriots. I'm sure they're a Jet fans that remember <laughs> that. And I made a promise to myself after that play and after that moment. I said, I will never give up this fight. I will never let the dumbness of this rule win out. Mm. And so to hear all these years later, because that game was 2017, so we're talking seven years ago, six yep. and a half years ago. The idea that that rule still exists bothers me to no end. And, yeah, so I read Judy Batista, who covers the NFL, tweeted out, yeah, there's no momentum to change that. The momentum that they're talking about changing is the kickoff. Oh. Because apparently, and I've, I've read this wrong over the last few years, I have gotten the impression that based on all the rule changes they've made, they just want to get rid of it. Right. So just get rid of it. There were only, I think, 22% of kickoffs were returned this year. Sounds Some, like, right. obscenely low right. number. It's almost a wasted play. So you have two options. Number one is just get rid of it. Number two is change the rules to encourage more returns. Now, if you're talking about player safety, and that's a big concern of yours, how can you do both? How can you care about player safety and then have this play continue to happen and it's a violent, violent play? So they are talking about the XFL kickoff rule, and they are proposing that as a possibility, which... I'm open to. Yeah. Because I don't want to get rid of the kickoff. I only want to get rid of the kickoff if it's just a dope play that never happens. Well, I if mean. If you're telling me it's going to happen, let's go. I guess they did this study on the amount of concussions and where they happened most. And they were on the kickoff because it was just a high-speed collision. Now, they, they mitigated that a little bit because they made the kickoff team not be able to run up to the line of scrimmage. And so... Contact wasn't happening as violently, but it was still happening. But I think 
I think the way to make the kickoff interesting and relevant is is to is to make it so that you have to return it. Right. Right. So it's not touchbacks over and over and over and over or in trying to incentivize teams to, I don't know, fair catch it so you get the ball at the twenty five yard line. Move the move it back. Instead of moving it forward to the thirty five, move it back to the thirty. So it's harder to to get a touchback and you actually get a return. It becomes a more interesting play all of a sudden. Because kickoffs are fun, man. They are fun. Like, I mean, this 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 is why Devin Hester's in the Hall of Fame. Right. It's because he's a kickoff returner. So the this- the XFL rule, just so for anyone who's like, well, what is the XFL mm-hmm. rule? Like, what is going to change? The kicker lines up at the 30-yard line. Right now, the kicking team lines up at the 35-yard line. Yes. So the kicker lines up at the 30-yard line, and the 10 other members of the kicking team lines up at the opponent's 35, five yards away from the returning team. The kicker and the returner are the only players who can move until the ball is fielded. Mm -hmm. So they have to wait. Then when the ball is fielded, then you could try to bring them down, and touchbacks are placed at the 35-yard line. So the thought behind the XFL rule is that, A, it encourages encourages returns, but then, B, is a less violent play. So it accomplishes both things. Right, because contact is happening probably with maybe 10 yards speed running, you know, like approaching to the the tackler. It's not going to be more than 10 yards. So you're nowhere near full speed. So the high-speed collisions aren't there. Now, the problem is it just looks weird. Like it's That's just, all right. We'll get just, used to it's it. It's just an odd look to kick off from the 30, and then every the rest of your team is, I don't know, 30 yards in front of you. It kind of doesn't make sense, but, I mean, I guess we'll get used if to it. If it results in more kick returns and less, you know, injuries, I, honestly, that's a win-win. I think the problem is it would result in a lot of, like, big plays. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You'd see a lot of what's like, wrong return with touchdowns. Okay. Because think about so all I know is because I was on a kickoff. I was I was the, the the safety. I was never like the breaking the wedge. I was never going down and making tackles. I was always a safety. But the point of the kickoff is directional. Whether you're center or right or left, it's to squeeze. You squeeze into into a space and you hem the returner in so he can't get free without running into bodies. But if they're that far in front of the kicker meaning the kicking team or it's that far in front of the kicker, they're kind of stuck in their lanes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so all it's going to take is one or two big blocks and the returner is free. Well, what is wrong with this? There's like going to be a lot this. of touchdowns. There's going to be a lot of touchdowns. What's the problem with that? <laughs> I mean, you're saying it in like a negative tone. Are, there, are you jealous? Oh, you're jealous. Mm. <laughs> I just, I think about, mm. I think about the, De- the Devin Hester kickoff, yeah. like phenom that he was. Okay. Like he earned those, man. I know, but it'll be judged differently. It's like the no, NFL today. Rece- it, 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 receptions today compared to 1972. It's a completely different stat. Yeah, yards, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it's, we're it's, just going to judge skewed. it differently. Statistics are hard to interpret. Let me I, ask you a question. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you I was going to say, you're saying that Devin Hester, you know, like maybe that'd be like watered down with these other guys. But you know what it would do? It would make guys like Matthew Slater that much more important. And their mm. legacy gets uplifted a little bit. It'd actually be better for players overall. Maybe. Who cares Maybe. about the players and their no, legacies? No, no, because he's better talking for about football. Well, well, it would be, but my point okay, is, then that's all that matters. You could create more special team stars out of yeah, it, not special, just the returners. Yeah, specialists don't get any kind of love. You, you're right. All. You're right. You don't have to get crazy with this. Okay, just honest. And if it is crazy, feel comfortable getting crazy. A lot of people think I'm crazy because mm-hmm. Justin Fields is a good fit for the Giants. It's okay to be crazy. If you got to walk into that competition committee yeah. and they said, "All right, Tiki, you are king." You mm-hmm. could change one NFL rule. Pass interference is easy. That's even, it. That's the one close. rule you're changing. It, you should not have a forty to fifty yard penalty. Spot fouls. You don't like them. I I hate them. So what is what is it? A ten yard penalty? I think fifteen yard penalty. I think, I, honestly, I think all penalties should be shortened. Right? They're just they're they're too punitive. Right, and it changes the complexion of the game. Yeah, but if a guy's in the end zone and I tackle I don't, him, uh, yeah. so he can't catch a touchdown, like you know, I would do that. <laughs> like that would actually be a good strategy if you get beat, yes. as opposed to it going to the one yard line. Because obviously, if you commit that kind of penalty in the end zone, yeah. ball goes to the one. Under your rule, which no offense, I think is a horrible idea. With all due respect, you hate. Look, <laughs> it's just a ten yard penalty. It's it. It can't be a spot foul. That's all I'm saying. I don't. Wow. I don't know the full sol, the solution for pass interference, 
right? Maybe if it's over a certain amount of yards, it's it's 15. But you can't have a 50-yard penalty. Like There were plenty of games that I called where, where there were a 47-yard penalty, a 32-yard penalty. Right. It's just it almost he, becomes a strategy, and you get really good quarterback wide receivers taking advantage of, of that rule okay. and how it's interpreted, right? And it's simply sometimes – Oh, the defender didn't get his head around it. How many times have you heard that? The defender didn't get his head turned around in time. Therefore, it's pass interference, which is nonsense, right? So if you're going to call it, you can't make it 40 to 50 yards. It's just, it's, it's, it's too much. It changes the game and well, it's play. What would be the rule you would change, Sean? Very easy for me. Go ahead. Any field goal 55 or more is now worth four points, changing the complete strategy <laughs> of no man's land. What? Yes, because think about it. First That's of all, extreme. I think, re- that is. I think rewarding great kickers with the value on the team is one thing. And also, when you're in that, mm, I'm in 53-yard field goal range, you may want to take a step back and go, am I really pushing this to go more? Am I just going to play myself out of getting more points? Or do I slow things down? And then the end of games, if you're down four, becomes wild against the defense, too. Right. You can actually get more fun overtime games if you need a four-point Yeah, kick. but you're going to promote going backwards. Like, if you're down by four well, I'm points. Gonna pr- I'm going to promote tougher play-calling decisions. Am I going to keep playing for the touchdown? Or am I going to trust that my kicker is going to boot a 55-plus yard? That's, that's hokey. <laughs> it is hokey, but it's interesting. <laughs> I had an idea in the back of my head, and I wasn't even going to bring it up because I thought it was too hokey. And now I realize that it's actually less hokey than Sean's idea. Well, let's do the hokey-pokey. Which is, you can go for two. Why not go for three? Like, you started at the 10-yard line. Why not go for four? You do it at the 20-yard line. <laughs> Why not that? And I thought to myself, that's too hokey. But then again, the two-point conversion was pretty hokey from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, growing up as an NFL fan, I know college had it. It was always, if you're down by eight, it's a two-score game. Yes. And then all of a sudden, it just became normalized of, oh, you have the option to go for two. So, But how would you go for three? You have to score a touchdown from, like, the 30? No, 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 no. You <laughs> score a touchdown, and then going for three would be at, let's say, the 10-yard line. Or something of that nature. That's ah, too easy. Okay, the 15-yard line. Uh, it's still too It's, it's too, still too easy. Yeah, I think it, it What has, do you think the success rate is? One opportunity to score from the 15-yard line. It can't be high, dude. If the two-point conversion but it's, rate... But it's doable. Yeah, but wait. What's the two-point conversion rate in the NFL? It's about 50%? 50%, yeah. Okay, 50%. Half and half. Right. Flip a coin. Obviously, extra points. A lot higher than that. Mm-hmm. Probably about 85%, even with the new rules. Right. If you were going for three from the 10-yard line, what do you think the success rate would be? I bet you it's like 20%. Yeah. 25%. I, no, no, but if you were a defense in that spot, when you just completely mug the defenders going, okay, call a penalty on me, come yeah. back and try for two. I'm not letting you get the three. No, <laughs> that's not how it works, though, dude. If you commit how, a penalty, you- I'll explain football to you. Okay. If you go for two and there's pass interference in the end zone, what happens? You move the ball you can't closer. Do that, you cannot do that going for three. You can't <laughs> do it. Yeah. Because the moment a ticky-tack call happens, then everybody's going to go for th- yeah. that, you know, That's where it's convoluted. Yeah, then you, you can, then you can man- just like pass interference, you can manipulate the pass interference. Absolutely. And get a pass interference, so now you're going for three on the one-yard line. I'm genuinely scared about what this answer is going to be because he's very wacky. What would be the one thing you change, Luke? So I would add a fifth down. So four, four downs, I knew it. I get rid it. of three, what? now we go four downs, spice it up, we want offense, and add a fifth down. <laughs> Should they go for five here on fifth down? <laughs> I like it. Five downs. That just doesn't even sound right. <laughs> Was it always three downs and then a fourth down? Things change. I mean, Canadian rules football is three downs. The one thing I would do, and it took me a while to get to this point, is I think the onside kick is so dead mm. in the NFL now yeah. that they have convinced me to do, instead of an onside kick, that whole fourth and 20 from your own 25 yard. What was line. that? That was the XFL? Or was that? Or is that? The AAF. Uh, AAF. That was AAF. And the NFL, I think, has talked about that. Yeah. And look, I, I obviously it's a little concerning that a ticky tack foul can get you that automatic first down. But I think what's unfortunate in the NFL is that the onside kick used to be a play. Mm-hmm. And so there would be that that moment of, oh, all right, well, hopefully our team can hold on to this. And the onside kick is so impossible now yeah. to execute correctly. You've killed it. Well, you can't, because of the new kickoff rules that we were just talking about, you can't get a running start. It is, it is you can't get to the ball fast enough. Right. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like when, yeah. it was a, when there was an on, you could get a head start, like start 10 yards back and run up and time it to when the, kicker kicked it onside you could beat the ball 
to the ten yard line in the in the receiving team. Now, when you're in a standstill, you can't get there fast enough. I think I have like the most hokey of solutions, and it seems ridiculous for the now. onside kick. I've thought about it in the last two minutes, and it actually makes sense if you don't laugh at it initially. Some all of right, my best right. ideas come in two okay. minutes. Let's I'm with you. All right, <laughs> forget the AAF rule, the fourth and twenty-five. Do we all agree when an onside kick is completed? It's like it's like wow, it's crazy. The ball right. bounces all over the place. Declare your kicking an onside kick and replace the ball with a kick ball. The bouncier red rubber ball. <laughs> and I say that because the ball comes off, that's easier to bounce off a chest or something right. like that. Now, the team would know it's coming because you have to declare it. You wouldn't right. catch anybody by surprise. All For right. that specific play, you're replacing the type of ball you use, and your hands team better come in handy. But that ball is more prone to bounce, right. and that happens. I tell you what's going to happen. This, I mean, this is an outside kick. I can't get past. I said, they're think not, about it for they're a minute. Not gonna, they're not going to change. They're not going to do that. Cause that's just, that's hokey. Ball. You can't change the ball. But what you're going to start seeing is kickers trying to be like bean, like drive it into the front line. That's the only way to get get an onside kick now. Is you have to right. hit somebody who's not expecting it, and the ball ricochets wherever a non-round ball goes. Right. And you might be able to get to it. But here's the beauty. If you go back to my idea of you can go for three, a three-point conversion, <laughs> and a four-point conversion, that could eliminate the need for the onside kick. Because if you're down by nine, it's still technically a one-possession game. We also have to get returns back into the game, right? Return touchdowns, punts for returns. So how about... Someone on the receiving team is allowed to tickle someone else on the other team. You want to grab them and tickle them, and then, then you can create a hole so we can get some touchdowns. I think that's a much better idea than Sean's kickball idea. Okay. Right. Let's go to Geo in Howell, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Geo. What's up, guys? Thanks for taking me, man. What's up? Um, no, so, yeah, you guys talk about you know concussions on kickoff or whatnot. I mean, I, I do a lot of GPS studying with players and stuff. So you see a lot of high-speed distance and special teams in general. So you get a lot of hamstring, calf right. injuries, like right. corners and linebackers especially. But – um, I got two points. One, if you eliminate the kickoff, you got to have something. I think maybe just line up in a punt formation because punts, you can agree, might be a little bit safer. I mean, even though a returner might get clocked if he doesn't fair catch it. Um, well, yeah, they are because to... because the blocker is with the defense, like the, the punting team, the the return team is with them the whole way. You know what I mean? They're right. running with them the yeah, whole way. No so it's not start. like, yeah, it's not like a head-to-head smashing of, of, of two – you know, teams going right in, right into each other. That's an interesting thought. Not bad. Yes. Yeah, so, and then my other thing, like if there's one thing changed in football that I probably want to see personally, right? I mean, I was a place kicker when I played. After the first overtime, just going to a kick-out shootout, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Kick-out shootout. Kick-out shootout. Imagine I mean, that. In the NFL, they're like, all right. And it would be so rare because we don't have a lot of ties. But in the rare occurrence we get a tie, we have a field goal competition. By the way. That actually would be it. I could actually see that. Start with like a 30-yard field goal. You can see that? A 30-yard field goal, you kick, you kick. 40-yard field goal, you kick, you kick. 50-yard field goal. I mean, seriously. The one thing I'll give you. Make the kicker have to earn his spot. I will give you this, and and if they already do this, obviously you can correct me because I'm not glued to the Pro Bowl. A kick, a field goal competition, much like a three-point contest, does sound kind of cool. Like, I think I'd watch that. If you told me... All right, we got Justin Tucker, we got Harrison Butker, we got Greg Zerline, yeah. we got Graham Gano. All right, and they're lining up, and they do that where they got to go 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, or whatever you want to do, head-to-head. I think I'd watch that. You know what's funny? I end up watching that before every game because the kickers come Watching out, the kickers, yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're just like, all right, line it up. They put the little stand down, they kick it 30-yarder, and then they move it It's back. entertaining, right? It is entertaining. If they put that on TV, you, I'd watch it. It gives you information about what this guy is feeling, especially yeah. if it's outdoors. And you're and there's conditions. I think if they put that in the Pro Bowl, they'd get me to watch the Pro Bowl. Hmm. I think I'd be locked in on that. I think they should do like ho- hockey, put the targets on the four corners of the goalpost <laughs> and have them rewarded. For no, I don't find that entertaining mm. at all. You're a loser. But that's not real football. Like that's not real kicking. Yeah. Like in a three point contest, I know they make the ball special where you get more points. But the bottom line is you're shooting a three. But that's accuracy. I understand. But you're still looking to just make the field goal. Like you don't think it'd be cool to see Justin Tucker attempt an 80 yard field goal? Just to mm. say. I guess. You don't think so? I think there's a limit on how long you have to go. All right. What I'm, if you pick your five best kickers and they kick 20-yard field goals? So you have your field goal kicker, your backup running back, your punter, like they do in soccer you, or hockey. You pick Ooh, your five I best like players. Instead, of, No one's hitting an 80-yarder. Now you have whatever. Your tight end trying to – can Gronk make the kick? 20-yard field goal, whatever. Go watch Fandle. They did that last year. No, I know. I know. Well, he's retired now. <laughs> but I'm just saying. That'd be for, fun. Wh- for what? To win. To win what? 
to win the game. Oh, no, that idea, no yes. that idea it sucks, that, man. Come no, it's not your You're idea. Not How does it suck? Because my idea was a Pro Bowl exhibition. His idea and your idea is determining a real football yes. game based on kicks. Better than That's a awful. We flipped a dopey coin for years, and that basically determined it. Now, yeah, Tiki, you couldn't kick a twenty-yard field goal in your day. Um, I'd have paid money I to see probably that. Probably could try. Thank I you. could try. If you went out right now, could you kick a twenty-yard field goal? Twenty? Uh, yeah. So from the ten-yard line, Took the me ball is on the seven tries. The to make ball a is on the ten-yard line. Yes, yeah. I would say yes. <laughs> All right. I would make a couple of years ago, I had that challenge from Craig about can I make a field goal, and I went out there in the dead of winter, and, and I'm not kidding, I kicked that football 190 times before I finally made a field goal, <laughs> and my wife was so proud of me, and I was like, really, you don't think I'm pathetic, you don't think I'm sad, and she looked at me and said, you kept trying, huh? like you kept doing it, you kept failing and failing and failing oh, and failing. Wife. And you just were like, I'm going to kick this field goal. And I finally did it. You have a good wife. And then we went home and had a wonderful time. Thank you. (laughs) My my wife would have said, I'm freezing. You're fat. Come back inside. Right. (laughs) Let's go to Russ and Beth Page. What's up, Russ? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good, man. Good. Uh, Comment about Justin Fields and Daniel Jones and Evan. I want to make, uh, at the end, uh, an idea for your beard. Oh, thank Um, you. I'd love to hear it. Sure. Yeah. So Justin Fields and Daniel Jones. First of all, you're trading for the same situation you're in with Daniel Jones. You don't mm-hmm. know what Justin Fields is. Um, you, you don't know what he's going to be. I think I'd like to see you brought up 20 games with Lamar Jackson and and Fields. I'd yeah. like to see a 20 game snapshot between Daniel Jones and Justin Fields and see what you come up with. All right. The I'll, other I'll, thing, I'll, I'll do that for you. I will produce that by six please, o'clock tonight. Please, thank you. And the other thing is, listen, when Daniel Jones when they gave that contract to him. It was the best thing the Giants could do at the time. They didn't have any alternative quarterback-wise. It, it, based off the year he came off, they had to give him that contract. Right. And, and, and it was a team-friendly contract. That's what everybody said. Yeah, and they were they were too good to draft high in the draft. So they yeah, right, right. they made the postseason. Exactly. They, won a, they won a game. I forget what pick they were, 17 or something, whatever it was. They were too high yeah. to, go, to go get a quarterback, so they, they, they were stuck. Yeah, right. So... Uh, Evan, with yes. your beard, whatever you guys decide to do. Yeah. All right. So I come home at 10 to 4 every day. Yeah. I pause the TV. I go make a drink. I come back and I watch you guys and I love it. I would love, whenever you're going to take that beard off, get a professional bar- barber and do, do a hot towel shave on TV. <laughs> I would love to see it. That'd be dope. Well, I do think that whenever this beard comes off, uh, which part? The hot, the hot towel shave. Not really, no. Hmm. No. I mean, I've, I've gotten a hot towel at the barbershop, yeah. but I've never gotten shaven by a barber because I prefer to shave myself. Just the way I am. I love the barbers. They do a great job. I want to cut my own hair. Uh. That's just the way I am. Hmm. That's just me. Nothing against barbers. But I do think that the moment that this beard disappears, it will probably be done by Tiki Barber live on WFA. <laughs> there it is. I don't think it's coming from a professional barber. I think it's coming from a Tiki Barber. <laughs> That's how I think it goes. I'll bring my shaving brush. And whip up a lather, and there we go. Uh, a buddy of mine who clearly doesn't watch the show, listen to the show, or pay attention at all <laughs> decided to text me in the last five minutes and said, Hey, Evan, what's with that beard? You look like a 1980s jobber. <laughs> <laughs> now, I understand where he works. He probably doesn't want to listen to us very often, but I'm like, I made a bet. It's about Pete Alonzo. What can I do? I'm kind of stuck with this thing. So apparently some people will tune in every once in a while and say, what the hell is that? I'm looking at myself on TV. I think I look good today. You do look good. In fact, some may say I look damn sexy today. You got the hair going. You got the beard dropping. It looks nice. And I think what it does. I'm just telling you, whenever S&Y puts up the, 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 I don't know, the the picture, like the standard picture of you, and you don't have a beard, you look like you're 12 years old. Okay, but here's the issue. (laughs) I'm just telling you. I get that. Here's the issue. All right, S&Y, put the camera on me. If you're watching on TV, you're going to see this. I'm going to take my hands, and I'm going to push it through my beard and push my hair up, and I am going to look like a circus freak. <laughs> because every morning when I wake up, this is the way I look, and I want to let the people see what my kids and my wife is afraid of. All right, so I want you to describe this to the audience okay. as I do this. All right, right, you take it off your headphones. Here we go. Now he's, he's putting his hands into his beard. <laughs> All right, how do I look now? Hey, dude, you kind of look, it looks frizzy. It looks like you got electrocuted. Yeah. I got frizzy hair that just comes out. <laughs> you look like you should be fighting in the Civil War I know. or something. I mean, how crazy is it that? It does. It looks like an old Civil War movie where you just intentionally 
<laughs> look like Robert crazy. E. Lee. Look like a crazy man. I look like a crazy. And this is the problem. I have to comb my beard okay, down so every comb it day. Down, but well, that's that's, uh, that's cathartic. That's like self love, man. I'm about to with my hands again. But when I push it up like that, or I wake up because I twist and turn a lot at night. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's like I was electrocuted. The hair's just all over the place. <laughs> Face looks like a pelvis in the seventies. <laughs> I understand. We'll get back to your calls in a second. 877-337-6666. Sean will give us a Cinco de Fivo list. And Nick fans and Ranger fans, we, we kind of had them going at it on Friday. They were going at it again this weekend. And what was their fight over this time? Crowd noise. We'll get to that coming up. Plus, your boy Hempy. What's his name? Rempy? Rempy. Rempy? Yes. Boy, I tell you, that fight on Saturday was something else. Well, he is the subject of Cinco de Five. Oh, is he? Perfect timing. We'll get to that coming up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.